Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Paralalaman if the person is worthy of their empathy kapag tingin nila na talagang victim yung tao. Yung frontliners, wala namang kamuhang mag. Tumutulong na nga sa tao, dinidiscriminate pa. Versus yung mga pasaway na ay nako, labas lang ng labas, wala namang ginagawa. Oh, vulnerable sector, bakit kayo nasa labas? Alam niyo naman, dapat nasa loob kayo. Hello, this is Give a Hoot. I'm Oya. I'm Joza. And I'm Mika. We are Wise Owl. Wise Owl is a consultancy firm that specializes in communication for social change. In the last few episodes, we talked about communication in a time of crisis and the importance of conveying hope during COVID-19. Today, we continue to deal with the pandemic and certain sectors are harder hit than most. Which is why in this episode, kukumustahin natin ang masa. We see a lot of clients dealing with the mass market in the work that we do. So alamin natin, how are they coping with COVID-19? We check in on their quality of life as well as how they see what lies ahead of them. We invited two experts to the discussion. Leo LaRosa, the Director of Communication and Information Technology for the Social Weather Stations, or SWS. Yes, I've been with SWS for more than 20 years. Basically, my work involves putting the survey results out to the public. It's Leo's job to make sure the results of these social weather report surveys are released in a way that we can all understand. But they don't do the interpreting for us. They're just as Leo says, scorekeepers. Our work is founded on the principle that sampling works. Sampling because uh, you only need a small portion of a certain population in order for one to be able to determine how the population is. For example, uh, it's like getting your blood sample. You don't need to get the whole blood to understand what's going on with your uh, blood composition. We make sure that Our sampling is sound. We make sure that every single respondent nationwide, or whether it's a small city or the whole country, will get equal chances of getting selected in our surveys. SWS is focused on quantitative research, which takes the pulse of the people on a larger scale. But our second guest is from a firm that specializes in qualitative research. Hi, I'm Wadi Doktor. I'm... Uh market researcher for 20 years now. Wati is the president of Thinkscape Research. They do focus group discussions, in-home interviews, ethnographic studies, and in-depth research on everything from automotives to real estate, from finance to the pharmaceutical industry, from politics to social development. So, Leo, kumusta nga ba ang masa ngayong pandemic? Well, we have seen quality of life trends go down significantly. We say this because from December 2019, we already saw the decline in terms of people's optimism with their personal lives. We've already seen its decline from May 2020, and it continued to decline 
to June and very soon we'll be releasing reports from the September 2020 survey. We're still analyzing the data but we see no other reasons for this decline except for the uh, pandemic. People were losing their source of income. They're unable to go out and do their usual economic activities. Transportation has been restricted. So whatever gains that we had over the past seven, eight years or six years, all of those were completely erased by this pandemic. Hunger, for instance, uh, it has been in a very favorable downward trend since 2012 and all the way to December 2019 with just single-digit levels at around 9%, 8%. However, when this pandemic started and the first time SWS was able to conduct its phone service, we've seen hunger spike. And it has been spiking for the past three surveys. And it's already at record high, 30 plus percent. Of course, it may not sound surprising, but uh, the levels of joblessness really shot upward because of all the restrictions happening The transportation sector has been severely affected. Medyo nakakalungkot, no? It really is. We have news about jeepney drivers or certain jeepney routes being opened up. And uh, they are allowed to go out and resume their trips. However, there's the factor of fear. Wati, what did you find out about the masa during the pandemic? Pareho lang ba mga concerns nila based on your research? That would be one. Paano sila makakuha ng resources nila? So, since wala silang kita, paano sila makakabili ng mga pangangailangan nila? So, yun, naging secondary na lang yung virus kasi tulad na nakikita natin sa TV, yung mga tao, sabi nila, hindi sila mamamatay sa virus, pero mamamatay sa sagutom. Okay, so tulad ng nabanggit nila yun, ang concerns ng mga masa ngayon, pagkain at kita. Mapunta naman tayo sa emotional well-being nila. Anong nakita mo, Wati? Honestly, no, nung nagkaroon ng lockdown, nung nagkaroon ng pandemya, sobrang grabe emotions ng mga tao. May takot, may worry, may anger, may depression, may anxiety. Tapos, doon sa mga nakuusap namin, they do go online, di ba, sa social media. Pero kasi nakikita rin nila na grabe ang daming negative rin, lalo na nagkakaroon ng mga issues about yung mga anti-terror law, uh, yung ABS-CBN, yung mga LSI, ang dami-daming bashing. So there was a time na parang gusto na lang ng mga tao, pwede bang positive na lang, magtulungan na lang tayo. People are looking more for hopeful or inspirational messages, something that will help them go through the day, go through the week. Ano pa yung ibang siguro mga notable highlights or changes na nakita natin in how Filipino masses are reacting in crisis when they relate to their family or their community or even baka politics? Actually, naramdaman nila may positive and negative. Ano yung positive? Nagkaroon sila ng quality time with their family. Ngayon eh, sabay-sabay nila sila magpremusal, pananghalian, hapunan. Kung dati eh hindi sila nakikita, ngayon magkakasama na sila, di ba? Kung dati wala sila masyadong hobbies, ngayon ang dami na nilang nagagawang hobbies. Marunong na mag-bake, marunong na magluto ng pansit, marunong na mag-ihaw. Tapos um, ano pa bang nakikita nilang positives? Gumaganda ang environment. 
mas nagiging malinis. Meron rin nagsabi na bumaba ang crime rate kasi nga lahat ng tao nasa loob tapos yung mga police nasa labas. Ito yung time na may lockdown. Nakita rin natin may negatives. Negative in the sense na nawala ng kita, nawala ng trabaho o kaya bumaba ang kita kasi nga nabawasan. Hindi sila pwede magkita-kita ng mga kaibigan, ng mga pamilya, ng lod at lola. Marami rin silang naramdaman na hindi maganda. Like, yun nga, um, may times na sumusunod sila pero merong ibang officials na hindi sumusunod tapos hindi naman na paparusahan. Ang sentiment ngayon ng mga tao is hanggang kailan pa ito? Tapos ang sinasabi na lang is Maghintay na lang tayo sa vaccine. So lahat ng tao naghihintay na lang sa vaccine. And at the same time, nag-a-adapt na rin sila trying to live with the situation with the virus. So alam nila yung face mask, yung social distancing, yung alcohol, yung face shields. Pero nasa nag-a-adapt na rin sila na okay, ito yung kailangan kong gawin kapag lumabas, kapag bumalik ng bahay. Hindi pwedeng nandito lang ako sa bahay kasi kailangan kong kumita, kailangan kong kumayod, kailangan may gawin para matustusan ng pamilya. Do they relate with the outside of the family or talagang focus lang sila sa pamilya? They do relate. Paano? Social media. So dito nila nakukuha yung information about what's happening in the country and dito rin sila nakakapag-connect with their friends or their relatives. So dito yung nagkakaroon sila ng group chats, fiber groups, FB groups. Do they discuss mga larger issues, mga political issues or social issues or maybe the, the kind of government response to the pandemic? There would be some people who would discuss about it. So, alam nila yung mga nangyayari sa, sa Pilipinas, the, the issues, nakikita nila yung mali, nakikita yung irregularities. Meron naman mga tao na gusto ko lang maging masaya, gusto ko lang tumulong sa gobyerno at matapos na to. Ano yung nakita mo parang big concern nila about the handling of the pandemic? Mainly one, yung sa distribution of ayuda, ayuda and the SAP. Nakikita ng mga tao na may mga hindi qualified na nakakuha. Meron namang mga qualified na hindi nabigyan. So, feeling nila nagkaroon ng inequality. May mga na-respondents na naka-witness talaga at naramdaman nila yon, Naramdaman nila or naramdaman ng mga kamag-anak nila at kaibigan. They were the ones who were able to voice out their concerns. So, pinuntahan si barangay official or si barangay hall, kinausap or nagpost sa social media. Sila talaga yung gumawa ng action to help those na feeling nila eh dapat naman talagang tulungan. So, given yung parang um, uh, concerns nila ngayon like hunger jobs, how do they see their future? Generally, may uncertainty sila and takot. Hindi nila alam kung saan sila patutungo. Nag-explore sila kasi nakita natin na nagkaroon ng rise in online businesses, di ba? So marami nag-online business ngayon via Facebook. May mga dumidiskarte pero yung pagdidiskarte nila nasa in the moment. Parang ito yung kailangan kong gawin ngayon para may mapagkuhanan. Pero in the future, andiyan pa ba yung trabaho ko? May makukuha pa ba akong trabaho? Malaki yung uh, kumbaga, feeling of uncertainty nila. 
okay, so now we're in this pandemic and they're doing the best they can. They have worries about paano mangyayari sa kanila. Anong prognosis nila for themselves and the country? Honestly, hindi nila alam. As in blanco sila. Kasi one, ang unang tanong nila is, kailan ba matatapos to? Kasi hanggang sa meron tayong pandemya, hanggang sa merong COVID, eh, saan ako pupunta? Wala naman akong trabaho. Or baka pwede ako mawala ng trabaho. So, they are in limbo. Which is why medyo nagde-despair na rin sila. Kasi hanggang saan nga ba talaga to? And they are already hoping na sana meron ng vaccine, sana meron ng vaccine. Pero, syempre, andun pa rin yung, kailan ba narating yung vaccine yan? They pin their hopes on the vaccine. Kapag nagka-vaccine na, do they They're, think everything will be back to the usual, the normal? Yes, they are hoping that. Let's go back to the lockdowns. There were, and are, strict guidelines about what we can and cannot do during the pandemic. How did people react to that? Did they respond willingly? How did that pan out? Yung mga nakusap natin, sumusunod sila. Kasi tingin nila that's their contribution to what is happening right now. We also noted na may mga sinasabi silang, ay may mga taong pasaway. Okay, may mga tao kasi na tingin nila tumatagal ang lockdown dahil may mga pasaway. Right? Yung mga pasaway na ito, kung titignan mo naman is may mga rason kung bakit sila lumalabas. Kasi nga kailangan nila magtrabaho. Ang mahirap lang dito is kapag palaging naka, naka-blame sa mga pasaway, hindi talaga kumbaga magsusolusyonan kasi ano ba talaga ang dapat gawin ng tao? Dapat ba tayo ang mismong mag-resolve ba ng mga nangyayari ngayon? O dapat ang gobyerno? Kasi basically, ang gobyerno dapat na may mirror siya para proteksyonan at para alagaan ang kanyang citizenry. Tayo, di ba? Pero kung palagi nang sasabihin na pasawayan, 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 alam mo yung parang tayo na nga yung biktima, tayo pa yung nagiging masama kasi nagiging pasaway tayo. Eh kung bibigyan naman kasi tayo ng tulong, eh baka naman wala naman yung pasaway-pasaway na yan. So anong implications nun in terms of their attitudes towards those pasawais and maybe how how the pasawais are dealt with yung mga tao kapag nakikita nila na may mga pasaway galit sila bakit tingin nila ay pasawayan ang dahil sa inyo andito pa rin tayo sa covid nagse-spread pa rin ang pandemya instead of us all coming together so parang ang nangyayari, napipin yung blame sa pasaway for bigger things na beyond lumabas ka ng bahay. Yes. Ganun yung nangyayari. Oo. Na ang hirap kasi diba na-mention kanina na they're actually parang mataas yung empathy nila for others. But also meron din ng pasaway angle. So paano na di-differentiate ng masa kung sino yung worthy of their empathy and sino yung... <laughs> Masama lang yan, pasaway siya. Ang ganda ng tanong mo, sobra. <laughs> Ang ganda nga. I'm really, I'm really like, wow. 
Okay, paano nalalaman if the person is worthy of their empathy? Kapag tingin nila na talagang victim yung tao. Yung frontliners, wala namang kamuangmang. Tumutulong na nga sa tao, dinidiscriminate pa. So, tingin nila, this person is worthy of my empathy. Kaya dapat tulungan ko sila. Versus yung mga pasaway na, ay nako, labas lang ng labas, wala namang ginagawa. Oh, vulnerable sector, bakit kayo nasa labas? Alam niyo naman, dapat nasa loob kayo. Kasi itong tingin nilang may pasaway, may maling ginawa. Kaya hindi sila worthy of your empathy. But it's ironic, no? Kasi a lot of the, at least the ones na nabalitaan ko ng mga cases ng mga pasaway na nahuli, for example, they were trying to find work or, you know, naghahanap buhay. Ito rin naman yung mga tao na sinasabi, dapat pinakinggan sila, hinayaan sila magpaliwanag, bakit sila nasa labas. Pero hindi naman sila pinayagang magpaliwanag. Nakikita nyo medyo, medyo sobrang compartmentalized kapag mag-isip ang mga tao. Kapag biktima siya, wala siyang kamuang-muang naging biktima, dapat kaawaan. Kapag tingin kung may kalukuhan siyang ginawa, eh dapat siyang kainisan. We are so quick to judge people, but at the same time, gusto natin dapat mapaliwanagan. If directly ka naapektuhan, gusto mo dapat pakinggan ka. Pero kapag wala sa'yo, malayo sa'yo, quick ka to judge others. But in a way, I think in in my mind, no, iniisip ko lang, it's a, that compartmentalization na sinasabi mo, it's a way then for them to cope eh. Kasi this whole crisis can be very overwhelming and so the way to parang get some sort of control over what's happening to you is to break it up into smaller chunks. It's a coping mechanism din eh. Tama, tama. It's how they cope. Watching, meron din akong mga naririnig at nababalitaan na may mga tao naman na talagang tumutulong, nag-relaunch ng mga donation drive para makatulong sa frontliners or mga feeding program for like poor communities, mga ganyan. Ang sinasabi mo ba, hindi iyan yung the norm? Yeah, it's not most people. Meron lang talaga mga these exceptional people who would be able to kumbaga, organize groups and do donation drives or magkaroon ng mga grupo na para sa specific purposes na makatulong. Pero mas maraming tao who would just do something on their own dahil gusto nang tumulong. So mas marami yung individual na talagang uh, na tumutulong versus yung organized groups. I see it now as a challenge kasi if it's not the norm, therefore as a communicator and also somebody who wants to see social change happen. Paano ko maitatawid yung ganong thinking, yung mga tao, yung karamihan, towards that sort of thinking and that sort of action na mas tumutulong kapag may nangangailangan? Yes, it's a challenge mainly because, at least yung nakita ko nung lockdown at saka nung pandemic, hindi alam ng mga tao kung saan sila magbibigay, saan sila pupunta. Tapos kapag meron siya na nakita na, oh, itong grupo na to, um, like yung, uh, ito, nakita ko sa Facebook, um, yung mga nun daw sa Monastery de Santa Clara, wala na raw bigas, 
So on their own, yung mga tao, pumunta doon at nagbigay ng bigas. Pero was there an organized group? Wala. Kasi basically, hindi nila alam kung saan pupunta at sino kukontakin. Andun yung gusto nila, pero the steps to achieve that or the steps to go to a group, wala. Ah, so yun yung importante. Yun yung missing, parang missing part na yes. kahit it might be they wanna help pero hindi nila alam kung paano at saka saan, mga ganyan. Exactly, exactly. Inisip ko din for communicators and advocates, mas malaki yung responsibility, ngay- lalo na ngayong pandemic, na we are conscious of the kind of messages and communication and outputs na nilalabas natin sa mundo kasi nga parang people are more black and white mag-isip ngayon rather than gray so hindi na nako-consider na halimbawa for the pasaway narrative na people are just going out kasi kailangan naghahanap sila ng trabaho and when we are not conscious of yung underlying uh, messages like that na sa surface lang yung negative aspect of it or something and also you know yung the point nga on Basically, being very, very clear if you do have an advocacy, what your call to action is. And being yeah. very clear about the steps that can be done by people. Kasi otherwise, oh, oh sold ako, pero ano na ngayon na nga. And also, very, being very clear that it is possible to achieve what we want to achieve, diba? And this is how we get there. Hindi ito impossible. I agree with what you're saying, Oya. And also kasi, diba, na-mentioned din ni Wati kanina, even in terms of what kind of anong classing mga messages yung hinahanap din ng masa audience. It's about something more hopeful, more positive, more inspirational. So we cannot linger and just talk about what the problems are and what we don't like. Kailangan siyang mag-shift at some point. Kasi yun din yung hinahanap eh. Right. Ito problema, ano ang solusyon, ano ang pwede kong gawin, saan tayo patungo, ano ang ma-achieve natin. Yay, at least may hope-hope naman pala sa conversation natin. <laughs> Hindi siya completely nakakasad. <laughs> and that was the first of three episodes of Give a Hoot that we'll be dedicating to the Masa. Next, we'll talk about who the Masa is and why we need to talk about them. We'll also tackle the way they consume and use media, as well as their values and beliefs. Thanks again to our guests, Leo La Rosa and Wati Doctor, and to the people who made this possible, specifically Puma Podcast, The Spark Project, and our backers. Shout out to our producer, Trisha Kino, our sound guy, Marcus Elian, and our audio editor, Nico Balante. I'm Oya. I'm Joza. And I'm Mika. And look for WiseAllPH on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Medium. You can visit our website, wiseall.ph. And we'd love to hear from you. Send your feedback to hoot at wiseall.ph. Use your voice. Give a hoot. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.